We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is a Locker Room production. Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast live show on the Locker Room app. And if you guys are here with us, you guys hear us messed up like three or four times already. But if you're not listening live, then you guys did not hear that. But we are here on the Locker Room app. Me and Pierre. Pierre, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good, man. Uh, Easter is on Sunday. I'm excited to get to see some family. Malcolm's here too. Let's see if he could talk. Oh, there we go. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, Easter is a Sunday, obviously. Oh, we do got Malcolm here. What up, Malcolm? Wait a minute. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, can we can hear you. you. Oh, okay. This is what y'all doing? <laughs> yeah. Y'all, y'all, yeah. Y'all trying to record when, when, when I'm working? Y'all think Bro. I can do this to me? <laughs> yeah, baby. We were trying to find a replacement today. Not gonna lie. You think you could do yeah. this to me? We're gonna fire you, but you know, I'm gonna have y'all recording in Pelican Bay. I'm get done with you guys. I I, I didn't I didn't want to happen on Easter Sunday though. But I was gonna wait. I was gonna wait till after. You know. No, no, y'all boys do your thing, man. I'm still working. So y'all okay. y'all, y'all do your thing, man. All right, All right you can chime in whenever you want to. Yep. All right, Malcolm. I'll see you. Um, All right. So we got seven viewers in here, and we got the draft within a month. We got Easter this Sunday, so there's a lot of things happening this week, um, or this month, I should say. Obviously, baseball season has officially got started, but um, obviously the draft. We talked about a lot about this draft. You know, we've talked about what the line should do at seven, what they should do to trade back, and you know, trade up. I mean, we've talked about literally every scenario. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think this is just a good opportunity to maybe get some callers in today. And you know, get their input because I think honestly, as far as everything, we've we've done a lot of it. You know, I mean, we've covered a lot of it. So, all right, let's uh, let's bring up Cam. Let's just go in order. Cam, if you want to come up, gonna request you. If not, it's all right. I mean, if not, we could talk about um, some positional breakdowns in this draft. I think there's some very interesting positions to break down. Um, one thing. Oh, we got yeah. Josh. He says he's got a question. Cam is shy, bro. You come on. Don't need to be shy. <laughs> you come on. You know, if you're shy, it's all good. You could, uh, all right, we'll, wow. we'll bring up this guy. Nevin lost what's up, Josh? Suspended again. Yo, what's good? What's up, Josh? I, I'm, a, I'm a Bears fan, but I'm willing to ask a question. For a Lions fan or a Lions, like, GM, what do you think's better, Chase or Pitts? Oof, for you guys. That's a, that's a um, tough one, man. And also, actually, let me, uh, I got a question after that. 
uh, just when you guys are done. Answering. Okay. Hmm. Peter, what would you thought tonight? Would you rather have Kyle Pitts or have Jamar Chase? I'm thinking Jamar Chase. Um, the Lions, I, I, the Lions already like they, they need a wide receiver, bro. Tyrell Williams, he's a free agent after this year. Bashard Perrin, those guys are not long term answers. The only guy they have is Quintus Cephas, long term. He's not even like proven yet, right? So if you could get Jamar Chase at number seven and the top quarterbacks are off the board, I think you go with Jamar Chase. I think that's tough. I think overall as a prospect, I think I'd take Kyle Pitts, but if we're talking about the Detroit Lions with obviously positional need, I think I would lean more towards a Jamar Chase if we're picking out of the two. But overall, I mean, I think there's no disagreement when you, if you could say Jamar Chase is the – or Kyle Pitts is the better prospect overall than Jamar Chase. But overall, two very good prospects, and I mean, I think both of them will be phenomenal in the league. But that, that's, that's a very difficult one. Josh, I have a question for you. Uh, would you rather have Kyle Trask or Kellen Mond? Or, like, which quarterback would you want? Um, I would rather take Mond, bro. I was watching Kyle Trask in college and his pro day. He was he was just so inconsistent. And I've heard good things about Mond. I've watched some of his, like, highlight tapes and all that. He looks like a solid guy. And, I mean, the thing about both of them is, is it's, it's like the Bears are going to use a second-day draft pick on them. It's not too much for them. And there's no real risk involved. But if I had to put my pick on one of them, I would take Mond in my opinion. Um, how, how are we feeling about Andy Dalton? Oh, my God, bro. I thought that was a joke when they signed him. I was like, dude, what the hell? Because, dude, you got to understand from a Bears perspective, we were at talks again in Wilson for like a good two, three weeks. Watson? Yeah, or uh, Wilson. Both we were also in talks about Watson. I mean, not really Watson, more Wilson because he actually wanted to come here, which – yeah. I don't know why. He said he liked our O-line. I was like, dude, what the hell is this dude saying? Because our O-line was <laughs> our O-line was pretty yeah. bad last year. I'm not going to lie. All right. Foles uh, was getting absolutely killed. All right, Josh, I'm going to have to send you off. Now we have Ken, Ken in here. So thanks for coming on, right. Josh. And, Thank you. Uh, wait, wait, hold on, Josh. Josh, really quick follow-up question. You have Drake as your profile picture. And that, that picture specifically is from the album Marvin's Room. Or like, you know, yeah. Marvin was featured in that album. Is that because of the Bears that you put that picture of Drake? No, nah, I just like Drake. Okay, fair enough. I like Drake, too. He's my favorite artist. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Josh. Thank you guys for having me. See you. Thanks, Thanks Josh. All right, Ken. What's up, brother? What's going on, fellas? Uh, first of all, i got to say, uh, love the show. Uh, the Lions are one of the least important teams in my life, but I love what you guys do because it gives me some insight on a team that I'm, you know, I have no idea what they're doing. Uh, but the question uh, I propose, because you guys were talking about Chase and Pitts, and I'm a Dolphins fan, so we're in front of you in the draft for picking six. Uh, I'm looking at boards now, and now that Chase and Pitts had their pro day and everybody's looking and see what their attributes are and how fast they can run and the, you know, just their, their overall skills, it seems like now the Bengals are maybe going to think about taking Chase or the Falcons may take uh, Pitts or vice versa. My right. question is, uh, if these guys get taken at four and five, you know, what are you looking at? Because I think we're going to go with Devontae Smith, um, which wouldn't be bad. But, I mean, the Lions, I, I would have to assume maybe you go, you go for Waddle. I just want to hear your insight, though. I think, right, for so the, would... oh, so I think for the Dolphins, Devontae Smith definitely makes a lot of sense because at that point you already got the speedy receiver and Will Fuller. And you got Devontae Parker in the other outside spot, I think. You know, Devontae Smith in the other outside spot, alongside with Devontae Parker, Will Fuller in the slot. I think that'd be really fun. Um, but overall, for the Lions perspective now, that Devontae's gone, Chase is gone, and Kyle Pitts is gone in this scenario. 
I mean, for the Lions, I think you can maybe potentially be looking at the offensive line route because I think I would assume meaning that Penny Sewell is on the board or one of the quarterbacks could be on the board potentially in that scenario. Or if they don't, if, you know, if, if that's not what they want to do, there's another offensive lineman prospect still on that board, then there's Rashawn Slater. So I think you're going to still have a really nice board with either having a quarterback on the board or you're going to have a nice offensive lineman on the board if that scenario falls out where Chase, Pitts, and Devontae Smith are all gone. I think the Lions then could lean towards maybe a quarterback or lean towards an offensive lineman. That's what I would do personally. But I could see them potentially going the wide receiver route, going the Jalen Water route. It wouldn't surprise me. But for me personally picking, I would go uh, the Rashawn Slater, Penny Sewell, or whoever quarterback's available at that point. That's me personally. Um, I'd go with quarterback because either like if San Francisco takes Fields or Lance, I like both of them. So whoever San Francisco takes, I take the other guy. That's what I would do. I know some people would want to trade back, but I think when you have a chance at taking a franchise quarterback, you take him and you don't look back. Yeah. What do, you guys think of, what do you think of the idea that, you know, maybe somebody moves up ahead of us? Because I think the Falcons could trade that pick. Um, there's not like a desperate need for, for anything for them. I mean, aside from maybe offensive line, but four and five, I think are definitely are possible scenarios where other teams could move up. So right. you're saying, so you're saying, like a team, like hypothetically, the Broncos move up to Broncos, four. Broncos, Panthers. Uh, well, the Panthers are not yeah, getting that pick. Yeah, that's a Falcons pick. They're divisional rivals. They're not going to trade it to them. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, I take that one back. But yeah, you're right. The Broncos. I mean, it would be kind of crazy if the Pats moved up. I think that would be really something because they're not really a team that would do something like that. But you know what? They did something in the off season we've never seen them do. Is spend a lot of money. So to me, the Pats are the most unpredictable, right? Yeah. No, I mean, in that scenario, though, it's still meaning an offensive lineman falls at that point because the board would have to fall out. Lawrence one, say Wilson two, whoever Niners pick between Fields and um, Trey Lance, hypothetically. And then let's say, let's just throw out the scenario. The Denver Broncos at four, they get a quarterback. So that's all four quarterbacks are gone by four. And then Chase, let's say, is gone or Pitts is gone by five to Cincinnati. And then we'll see the same thing for Miami. Either Pitts or Chase is gone by six. I think that still leaves a very good route for Detroit to grab a guy like Rashawn Slater, which makes a lot of sense for me. Or that is a prime trade-back spot, too, if someone is in love with a guy like Mac Jones. Maybe the Patriots, for say. Like, if they like a guy like Mac Jones and he thinks they, he fits their system pretty well and that you know he could be their franchise quarterback, hypothetically, then I think that makes sense for Detroit to either trade back. But I think if Detroit wants to sit at seven and still select a player, I still think there's good positional value at pick seven which with a guy maybe uh, with the Rashawn Slater or even a guy have you mentioned. I mean, I don't think it would be a bad pick either. Micah Parsons, if, you know, those off uh, those allegations clear out and, you know, he's definitely worth the top 10 pick in my opinion as well. So I think Detroit, if the board falls out like that, I think they'll still have some very, very good options going to pick seven. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, again, thanks for the, uh, thanks for the time. I'm going to step down and listen in and, uh, you know, good luck. Appreciate it, Ken. Good Just luck to the Dolphins, man. I love what they're doing. Yeah. All right. Um, let's bring up. I know my guy wants to come up right here. There he is. What's my up, guy, man? My the guy, myth, the what's legend. Up? What's up? What's up, Pierre? What's up, Tyler? What's up, man? How you doing? Pretty good, bro. I'm cool, man. So. Let's talk, man. Let's. So uh, the combine's been looking really good. You know what I'm saying? I, I still on defense, you know, with the first pick. But 
I mean, uh, what's his name? Jamar Chase. He looks real good. I just feel like, though, if we go Jamar Chase, if, if we got him with the first pick, I feel like they got to get a linebacker with the second pick. Like, I know y'all had uh, the corner the second round, but I just feel like them linebackers are going to fly off the board because they, they draft stock keep rising. Just like the one guy from Kentucky. What's his name? Jamie. Uh, Jamie Davis. Davis. Jamie Davis, like, yeah. It's, it's a lot of good linebackers. Like, I don't know what y'all think. Or we should possibly trade back, need be, but. So I think, um, okay, uh, I think they shouldn't necessarily, like, just target a specific position. I think they should go with BPA. That's what like, okay. you don't just say in second round, let's take a linebacker. If the, if the need, if, if there was a really good player out there, like, he has, like, a first-round grade, he's there in the second round, they should take that player. Versus if there's a linebacker they have, like, as a second-round grade, I think you take the player you have as a first-round grade, right? You you want to get some dogs on this team. This team lacks lacks some dogs, like some some elite guys, some talent. I so, just hope, I just hope and pray they don't take uh, the one guy first round. Uh, uh, I mean, it's no knock against him, Kyle Pitts, but I just feel like we don't, we don't need him. Like we got hot. I mean, if if our team was put together and in that defense, like BPA, okay, cool. But I just feel like just us taking him, just uh, just cause, like you know, he's not gonna make our. I mean, he will make our team better, but I just feel like we just got so many other holes, like receivers. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think Pitts or Chase will be there at seven right now, just the way their pro days are going and. Seems like Atlanta loves Pitts, so we'll see what happens there. Could be some smoke, but and then Chase, uh, Joe Burrow is uh, reportedly pounding the table for Jamar Chase. He wants the Bengals to draft Jamar Chase. But I feel like so, they'd be, I feel like they'd be silly to draft Chase just on the strength of like the, everybody know the Bengals' biggest issue was offensive line. Like, right, I hundred percent agree with that. Like, so they, if y'all don't, if y'all don't take what's his name, Penny uh, Slater, or yeah, or Slater, like y'all wasting y'all time. Like that's stupid. Y'all, I mean, y'all can get, you know, other receivers. I just feel like when it comes position-wise, I feel like it's more receivers in this draft than offensive linemen. So I just feel like y'all can, you know, take the, the best offensive linemen and, you know, come back and, and get a receiver in the second round. Like, that's just or, my opinion, honestly. They could take, like, they could take Chase in the first, and they could take, like, a Ron Dunes or, like, a, uh, I don't know, Jalen Mayfield, Eichenberg in the second. They do have yeah, but, Jonah Williams. What's his name, Jonah? Uh, Jonah Williams. Jonah Williams. Yeah. And they well, signed right. Riley Reef also, so. They're not like in a – what's up? Hypothetically, though, I mean, I think an offensive line is so much more important than a receiver, and I think that's the position I would address first before addressing a wide receiver. And the receiving core is, like, not terrible. I mean, it's not – I mean, obviously it could be used for some improvement, but they obviously drafted T. Higgins last year in the second round. I think he's got a lot of upside. Tyler Boyd is really good, in my opinion. I think they're only – like, I don't think they're in desperate need for a receiver. Maybe they don't think Higgins is a one or they don't think Boyd is a one, and that's fine. But, like – I don't know if I'm necessarily reaching to go get a Jamar Chase at pick five. And it's not a reach, but I think when you have that big of a hole in the offensive line where we're counting on Riley Reef now to be the starting right tackle, I think that's an issue. I think I would draft Penny Sewell undoubtedly at pick five or even Rashawn Slater if that if that's a preference you like, whatever. And then, right. you know, swing Jonas at right tackle because this guy is a phenomenal prospect. I just don't see the knock on Penny Sewell. He's, he's my second overall prospect in this whole entire draft so i i don't think the Bengals can mess up like that i mean that would be a huge mistake in my opinion yeah i think they should go o-line too and then i feel like if two maybe falls i feel like miami might have to take him too right i know we had ken on here yeah but you have austin jackson you can move him to the right side and then put Sua. you want to protect your franchise quarterback Tua. he's had injury issues in college as well so i mean sewell and I, austin jackson i, I think that I think I, would, I think I would keep Sewell at the right tackle position if that's the case in Miami because I would want to protect Tua's blind side at that point. So, so I'd oh keep yeah, Sewell at the, the right side. 
he's, he's a lefty. He's, a, he's left-handed, yeah. So, so okay, let me ask y'all guys a question. Well, well, like everybody pro days that we've been seeing and all the, you know, the talks and the scouts, like if we don't trade back, you know, BPA and depending on, we're going to say Jamar Chase there, Parsons there, uh, Penny Sewell possibly there, Rashad Slater possibly, possibly there. Who would y'all take? Penny Sewell, undoubtedly. Okay, who's on the board? I'm sorry, Slater and Sewell. That's Slater, Sewell, Chase, and Parsons. Who would y'all take? I'm taking Jamar Chase. Okay. I I ain't going to lie. It's it's really hard for me to say because, like I said, I like so many players. Like, like I just feel like you, offensive line is the key. You know what I'm saying? But then, like like y'all have been saying in other podcasts, like we don't got no receivers on the board. And, and that's true. But it's a lot of receivers out here. But then it's like, you know, the first pick, like BPA. Like, because who do y'all think the Dolphins going to pick? Because I don't know who the Dolphins going to take. I mean, possibly Jamar Chase. But then I've been reading stuff. They like, you know, possibly taking Devontae Smith. But then I saw some stuff. They said we might take Devontae Smith. You know, um, I think the Dolphins jumped ahead of Detroit to get that weapon, that receiver, whoever that is, whether it's Smith, Waddle, or Chase, or even Pitts. I don't know who it is. But I think they want to jump Detroit because they knew Detroit also needed that. Who, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I I like Parsons a lot. Like I said, I just feel like we haven't we we haven't had a defender like him in a long time. Like I he, mean, everything. Parsons actually does fit Miami's style too. He's that big linebacker, but he has speed. They have a good He's defense at all. Well, yeah, you have a good defense, but why not like make it better? I, I don't know. I'm but just, but like, I mean, you have you have bigger holes. I feel like than the right. defensive spot. So yeah, right. You're right about that. And, I mean, they're in a different approach, too, than obviously like Detroit. I mean, they're not in that – I mean, they're not hypothetically in the BPA approach. I think they're more in the, you know, approach where we're going to get a guy that really fits what we need to do and that's going to help us right away. Because Miami's got this window where, like, they're almost ready to compete, I think. I think 2021 could be, like, a pretty good year for the Dolphins. I'm yeah. Like- I like uh, what's the one guy name from Notre Dame, the linebacker. I didn't know boy was like freakishly athletic like that. Like he's nice. The linebacker from uh, Notre Dame. I can't think of his name. Uh, Jer- Jeremiah Usukara. Oh, he's he's like a safety. Almost. Co- they call him Rojo or Kojo, Co- something like that. He's nice. Like yeah. He- I mean, I don't, I I really I honestly really hope we can trade back because I mean we need draft capital at the end of the day. So I mean we got six picks. So. I just feel like hopefully, you know, they don't go wrong, but it's just really about who they get and don't get. Like, and we can trade because another receiver I like, I like, uh, what's his name, Rondell Moore? Yeah, Rondell Moore is nice. I don't think in the first round, just because of his size, he's 5'7", but that's a concern to me with Rondell Moore. But um, if you're trading back, that means you're most likely passing on a quarterback. Because I don't know if a team will come up and necessarily get a tackle or – get like a wide receiver. I think if you're trading back, you're passing on a quarterback and you're fine with that. Yeah, I'm fine. With, well, it depends because I like Justin Fields, but I mean, I feel like Jared Goff going to be here for two years. So, I mean, I will pass on a QB. Like I will let somebody trade up and get a QB. And then, you know what I'm saying? Cause I can really possibly see the Patriots or Washington trying to trade up for a quarterback. Now the question is, do the Lions, you know, think they should trade back in that aspect? I mean, me personally, I would for 15, but then it, even with the Washington Redskins at 19, what what are they offering to trade up? Because, I mean, you have to really have to, to me, blow the socks off for, for me to move from 7 to 19. Okay, yeah. 15, you, I feel like at 15, you still can get a good player. You possibly still could at 19, too, but I just feel like at 19, like, what are y'all giving? Like, y'all about, I mean, y'all got to be giving it's gonna a be lot. A lot. Of it's going to be a lot. 
Yeah, exactly. the thing is, I see the comments talking about the quarterbacks, about Goff. Personally, I don't really think Goff is a franchise quarterback. And when you have a chance at a franchise quarterback, you have to take him. That's just my opinion. Um, you, you look at you look at Washington right now; they're kind of stuck, right? They didn't they didn't really address quarterback last year. This year, they signed Ryan Fitzpatrick at pick nineteen. Well, they like, addressed it two years ago, technically with Haskins. It just didn't work that out. wasn't really like. I mean, I mean that was their franchise quarterback at the time. That's yeah, but that wasn't like this like regime. This regime like did. Oh, you're saying the Ron R- Ron yeah, Rivera? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, the Ron Rivera regime. So, like, you don't want to ignore quarterback. If you don't take one, maybe, like, in the first round, maybe you could take, like, a Kelamond in the second – or not second, maybe, like, the third round. I don't know. Um, I feel like it's important to draft a young quarterback this year. I got to go uh, – I got to go do my research on the guy Tyler. One, I think it was Tyler. No, Tyler or Pierre, the, the pass rusher he keeps talking about that's coming out next year. I forgot the guy's name that he was saying it was a free – Avon Thibodeau out of Oregon. Yeah, I'm going to have to go do my research on it because I ain't hip to him at all. But, I mean, we'll yeah. do that when we get closer to that time. I'm worried about the 2021 NFL draft right now. They got a straight dog, man. So, 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 right, okay, right now, linebacker-wise, who is your favorite linebackers? We're not talking about Parsons, but outside of Parsons because I know Pierre, he loved Cox. I like Cox, too, though. I that's me. I, I love Jabril Cox. No, Tyler loves Cox. <laughs> I like Cox. I don't like uh, I mean, that's who I picked in the second round in, my, in our mock draft episode. I I like the I like the other guy from uh, Kentucky. Like, Jamin Davis is nice too. He, it's a, it's a lot of good players in the draft. I honestly excited because it's almost that time. Like honestly, I wish people can actually go to the draft because I would have went to Cleveland. You know, what I'm I, saying? Think, yeah. I think they. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I thought I saw in the new memo that I thought fans were allowed at this one. Or I know they're they're actually calling the names in Cleveland this year, which is cool. It's not like a virtual one, but I don't know if fans are allowed. Honestly, no. Uh, I heard you give... overshot. The, to be at a, a team. oh okay, I'm I'm not I'm doing not it. sure. Yeah, yeah now uh, I'm, I'm gonna give you some linebackers that are like on day three. No one's like really talking about them that much. Mm-hmm. Monty Rice out of Georgia, yeah, and Derek Barnes. You oh, watch yeah. those guys. Yeah, I'm, not... I'm here. Derek Barnes. He was on uh he was on NFL Access last night. I, uh, with his well, I forgot what the guy they was talking about, but his cousin, Deshaun Alexander, the old running back for Seattle. And yeah. they was on there. I was looking at his highlights. I mean, there's a lot of good sleepers in the grab, honestly. It's just really about, you know, what the Lions decide on doing and, you know, how they – but I just feel like we should be straight this year because, I mean, what's his name? Uh, Brad Holmes was a good, you know, scout when he was with the Rams. So, you know, hopefully, you know, everything go right. But, I mean – Yeah. All right. All right, hopefully. I'm going to let Ian uh, talk, and then if you want – if you got something to add later, you come right. back up. Thanks right, for coming appreciate, on. Appreciate it, Tone. All right, take it easy. All right, you too, bro. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Ian? Uh, hey. Um, so I am a Dolphins and Eagles fan. Um, how does that work? Yeah, how does that work? <laughs> well, Eagle, Eagles first. Um, okay, but that makes sense. Yeah, because uh, live in Philadelphia and um, just chose the Dolphins for like an AFC team to root for. <laughs> um, but I don't know. right now it's it's way way easier to feel confident about the Dolphins. So. Fair enough. Um, and I was going to speak from that perspective because um, it seems more and more like um, they're they're going to key in on um, Kyle Pitts or Chase or um, some rumors are even that they like Waddle over Smith. Um, and in my opinion, that would leave the door open for like Devontae Smith to follow the seven. And personally, I think he's like the best receiver in this class. So that would be like incredible for you guys to get him. Um, but like, what's, um, So what what do you like what's your what's question? The, what's the question? Ian, you there? <laughs> what just happened? I don't know. I think maybe we lost him too well. Uh, Mike stopped working. Okay. Um so just type your question, I guess. Okay. Uh, okay, so basically, you know, why I say I, I'm not like huge into a receiver in the top 10 hypothetically, it's just because I think there's so many options that, you know, we could get this receiver spot. Like, I don't think it's the biggest need right now. Like, obviously it's a big hole in the, in the roster right now, but I think there's so many good receivers in this class that we could find a very good quality starter later on this draft. Cause of how, how stacked the class is. I mean, this class is, is getting projection to be maybe better even than last year. And we saw some really good players, they got drafted day two and are productive players for their new teams and are considered, you know, to be a wideout one or, you know, have the potential to be a wideout one. Guys like Claypool on the Steelers, guys like T. Higgins on the Bengals, uh, Justin Jefferson, a late first round pick. I like Denzel Mims, too. I think he has the, the upside to be a, uh, a number one option on the team. So that's why I'm more in the boat of, like, we could sit back and maybe get a receiver later on this draft. Like, a guy I'm super high on, and I think he could be – you know, potentially be there in the second round is Terrence Marshall. I mean, I think he's going to be really, really good. A guy I'm really high on is my receiver four in this class. Yeah. And he's, he's a guy that could be there next round. Or we talked about Rondell Moore. We talked about Rashad Bate or Rashad Bateman. I mean, there's so many guys in this class that could be really good quality stars and have the potential to be wide out ones. That's why I'm not necessarily in the biggest need of having to address this in the top 10. And maybe we address it at 41 instead, or even later in day two. Right. What's up, Ben? Hey guys, how you doing? What's up, Ben? Pretty good. Well, Lions fan since '95, which means I've seen a bunch of shit teams. But uh, <laughs> hey, that's when I was born. Oh my God! Well, there you go. Uh, so I was born in 2001. Barry Sanders got me into it. You know what I mean? So I blame him. But uh, I'm looking at this identity, right? That Campbell's trying to bring in, and they're selling so hard about the kneecap biting. And I mean, I want to buy it. So 
what's that mean from a draft perspective in in your opinion? Like who's the player who's going to set the tone where all the analysts are going, oh, yeah, that's the type of guy they need to really get the culture going. And I just feel like that's, that's maybe where they're headed to say, like, we're not doing some fancy wide receiver or some, you know, Kyle Pitts unnecessary Ebron tight end type thing. We're going to go hardcore and start to set this tone that they want to do in this multi-year plan. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I just want to say one thing. Ebron, don't don't mention Ebron and Pitts in the same sense. That's like that's I know. disrespectful no, to no. Pitts. Not from a talent perspective, <laughs> but I've been burned too many times. Right. Um, you know, I don't necessarily think like a player like defines what knee knee like biting kneecaps. <laughs> Quinn what Myers. they're saying is, yeah, yeah. I think what they're saying is they want tough players, guys who buy in, guys who have fun. And guys will give will give it their all on the field, right? That's that's what that means. You want tough guys. You want players who win. You want to build a good culture. Um, now, one guy that that would have some questions in the first round is Mika Parsons, actually, because he has some he has some character allegations and some issues. Now, if those check out, okay, he he's also in, in the talk at number seven. So, I don't necessarily think like there's necessarily one guy who will bite some kneecaps off like in the first round. Yeah, I think, Tyler, what do you... I think like any of these guys like that are being like projected. I think they like fit the mold that they're looking for. But if we're looking like for a true, you know, eighties, nineties football guy, I think we got that. Like on a guy like Penny Sewell or like Rashawn Slater, if they go offensive line, I think that could set the tone really easily. But if you want um, an eighties guy, you have a linebacker on the roster, Joe. No, okay, chill out. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but uh, you know, I think. I don't think there's, like, that one guy, like, you know, this guy's going to be the culture setter. This guy's going to be the automatic captain. Like, I don't think there's necessarily that guy in this draft that has to – like, you know, we don't know that yet. Like, I just – I don't know if we could, like, project that, honestly. So, I think any of these guys would be fine. There actually is a guy on the roster who's kind of, like, that tough mentality. They drafted him last year in the fourth round. I don't know if he'll be ready this year. Oh, Stenberg. But Logan yeah. Stenberg, that guy's actually bites kneecaps. Like, yeah. that kid – that kid is – he's – um how do I say it? He's crazy on the he's field. He's a Mueller. Like, yeah, he's a muller. He'll eat you up. He'll, like he does, he has pancakes. Pancake guy. He just needs to develop. I don't know if he's ready to play it. Um, so feels like that's the right route. Like I, I just get in my mind the sense of the the guy who got away in that coaching cycle with Vrabel, and the sort of mentality that he brought to Tennessee. And you know, Patriot way, all that crap. Fine. But they they went to offensive line, and they, it seems like they don't rely on wide receiver talent. They they Tannehill they turned around, and that could be like a golf comp to say, all right, we don't need you to be the reason we win, but we need you to be part of the system here. So um, yeah, I'd I'd be all for that. Um, but it's a multi-year thing for sure. Um, thanks, guys. Appreciate it, Ben. Yeah, no, I, I think that's actually a pretty like fair comparison. It's like if you if you want to go like the Mike Vrabel route, former player route. I mean, you know, similar you know route. He kind of went the offensive line, and Vrabel's obviously really big into the run game. So, you know, I think that's not a bad yeah. bad comp. I mean, I yeah. think that could be like Campbell's upside is Mike Vrabel. I don't really want to necessarily lean on the running game like how they do in Tennessee because when their running game is non-existent, their team basically is like. One dimension. They can't really do much on offense, right? I kind of want to be balanced and be able to pass, be able to run. Fair enough. What's up, Nate? How you doing, guys? Happy good, Friday. man. How you doing? Happy, good Happy Friday. Friday. Good Friday, yep. Yes, sir. Um, okay, so a couple of questions. Uh, gun to your head, 
Who are you picking at seven and no trades are involved? Give me a list of players. Yeah, who's oh, available? God. <laughs> All right, well let me let me throw this let me throw this caveat in there. Um I think and this is just me, I think Kyle Pitts will go to the Falcons. Okay. All right. Because I think that they matchups are crazy. You got Julio Jones, you got Ridley. Getting a guy like Kyle Pitts for Matt Ryan. I mean, that offense was really good last year. I think adding Kyle Pitts just would be gravy on top. All right, so what does so five let's say and Kyle six Pitts do? is gone. All right, what does Cincinnati yeah. and Miami do then? Uh, Cincinnati takes Penny Sewell. And you said who is who? Miami, Miami, right? Miami. They, they take Chase? Uh, you know what? I'm going to say they take Smith, man. I think they're going to do the two of Smith combination okay so your board is at that point just or who do the who do the Niners take is it Fields or Lance, Lance? I'm guessing Lance right I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say Matt Jones dude <laughs> okay well then Trey Lance is my pick gun gun to my head I'll take Trey Lance at seven if that's how yeah it goes. I'm taking Trey Lance as well we me and Tyler have talked about this on the <laughs> podcast over Chase um, yes yeah not. You guys must really have a lot of faith in Bashard Pyramid and Tyrell Williams, man. Nah, there's wide receivers you could take in the second round and third round and even fourth round on this draft. Or even so. next year. But Chase is the complete package. Are there other receivers that are the complete package like Chase? So I, I mean, I think I think the other LSU boys are not a nice package. It's Taron Marshall. I mean, that was his, uh, you know. He's a speedster. Guy, that guy's he does, a speedster. He does everything. He plays the outside, mm-hmm. plays the nickel. He's he's bigger than Jamar Chase, too. He's 6'3". Mm-hmm. I believe, what, he ran a 4'3"? Or something like that. I mean, he was fast at his pro day as well. I mean, I know everybody in their grandmother's mind is running a four three this year, so I take it with the grain of salt. But mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I think there's really good receivers in this class that we don't necessarily need to like. You know, if we can get that franchise quarterback, I prefer that more than a franchise receiver, if that makes sense. And I believe Trey Lance is a franchise quarterback. Yeah, I believe Lance and Fields are both franchise quarterbacks, but I like Lance a little more, so that's why I'm taking Lance out of Fields. Let me let, let me ask you this question, okay? Because this is just my opinion about um, guys that come from small schools. Okay. Like, who was his best competition that he played against? That doesn't matter. I mean, I just look at the skills and attributes he offers more than the competition that he played. I mean, Mac Jones played against the toppest competition. Doesn't mean I'm high on him. I just always wonder, like, if this guy was so good, why didn't he get D1 scholarships? I mean, I mean, he did play D1. It just wasn't a Power 5 school. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, like, I'm just saying, like, if he's this Like, good, why didn't he go to, like, the Big Ten or ICC? Yeah, or yeah. I mean, like, I mean, if he's this talented, which he is, I mean, I agree with you. He's got a hell of an arm. All right. He's I have, like, good I mean, like, why didn't Darius Slender play D1 in D1? Darius Slender, one of the best linebackers in all of football. Why? Like, why you didn't know, Tony like... Romo go to an actual, <laughs> actual school besides some, like, some random Catholic school in Illinois? You know, I, I, guys, I mean, I, I feel you on Trey Lance if he's there because obviously I don't think they're going to keep golf after two years, you know. But, man, oh, man, we, we better hit on that dude because, I mean, that's going to set our franchise back if he's not the guy that we expect him to be. You're you're yeah, making I mean, on upside, right? Like his upside is through the roof right now, and he also played in a pro style offense and and like mm-hmm. in North that Dakota helps. State. That helps. I didn't know he played pro style. Yeah, he played in a pro style offense in North Dakota State. Does he need a year? Sure, he needs a year. But man, if you look at his numbers, he had like no picks and I think like forty some touchdowns. I forgot the exact numbers, but the guy, I mean, he's talented. He can move. He's really fast. He has a strong arm. 
He's so. a nice build. He's got like the Josh Allen build. I mean, he's literally Josh Allen with, I think, more wheels than Josh Allen. You guys keep saying Josh Allen. I see Deshaun Watson. I don't know if he's necessarily the same build as Deshaun Watson. Maybe but... not the same build, but the same strength, arm strength, the ability to get around. The no, pocket. arm strength. I disagree with the arm strength. I think Lance is a stronger I think, yeah, I would say, I think really? Watson. Wow. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I Watson's think, arm I think Deshaun is Watson that's... has a hell of an arm. I don't Watson think it's doesn't... that strong. Yeah, Watson doesn't have a strong arm necessarily. Um, and Lance got that f- fastball too, man. I mean, he could throw some fastballs, break some fingers. It's not necessarily the greatest trait, but, I mean, I mean he's got to fix that, obviously, going to the NFL, but. I mean, his fastball is nice, dude. He could play how baseball you, if he wanted to. So, final final question. How do you think the Lions fan base would act if we took Trey Lance, which most people probably don't know where South Dakota State is, other than North Dakota. South Dakota. Or is North Dakota or South Dakota? North Dakota State, yep. North, North Dakota, Dakota State. Okay. So, most people have not seen North Dakota State football. So, how yep. do you think the Lions fan base would take it, knowing that we do need this receiver or lineman or something like that, or defense for sure, if we took a quarterback, like, what do you think the <laughs> the state of the Lions fan base would be? Um, I think I think it'll be split, right? Some will be super happy, some would be mad, and then some of them just be like, all right, I don't care. I just want to like <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> yeah, like we're gonna suck either way, guys. <laughs> I, Tyler, like, I know yeah. Tyler will be doing backflips in his living room if oh, they took yes. with Lance Felt seven. There, there's a couple guys that do backflips for if we if we got them. It's Trevor Lawrence, obviously, I do backflip for. All right, all right, let's be real. No, 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 no. no. I'm just, I'm just telling you, there's not, there's, there's not that many guys that do backflips for, but there's a couple of them I would do for. Trevor Lawrence. I would do backflips for Penny Sewell. I was gonna say Penny Sewell, and Lance and Wilson and Fields. I do a backflip for all five of those guys. Really? Yeah. All five of those guys. Man. What? I can't do backflips. No, I, I no hell no. I I I Pierre asked me this. Peter asked me this question. He goes, what would you do if the Lions took Mac Jones at seven? I just told him, I don't know. It would have to happen for me to know what to do. I don't know what I would do, actually. I'd be upset. Um, maybe I'd get over it. I don't know. But I'd be no, really I, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Like, I actually do not know what happened if they took Mac Jones. Who? <laughs> Stop. We're not doing this. And over, and, over Lan- and over Lance, too. Imagine the fan base if they took him over Lance. <sighs> okay, well, let's not talk about those scenarios. Nate, making Lions fans uh, Nate, Thanks, guys. Nate, Nate, I don't know if I, I don't know if I would be able to do the show anymore. <laughs> I, I don't, no, we're I don't, Lions fans, man. We're, we need it all, bro. I, I don't. I all. don't Maybe. know what I would do. We missed. We missed on Donald, dude. A, a perennial, all-decade player for E Drop. Like, like, I don't, at least, I don't care like, if the guy was that good. We yeah, still missed at, on Donald. At least Ebron was a good prospect. I could see, like, maybe the, the I thought process. Less, man. Donald was I'm not, I'm not justifying it. But, like, Aaron Donald was, like, the small <laughs> defensive tackle. Now he's man. made himself a generational player. And it's, that it, dude it had sucks. star written all over him, man. He yeah. had star written all over him. He had a phenomenal senior bowl. Yeah, was, I remember. I remember uh, we wanted Sammy Watkins, remember? Because Mayhew talked about trading mm-hmm. up for him to be Calvin's replacement. That. They hyped that, that up big time. And then. He tweeted about it too, playing with Calvin Johnson or whatever. Remember how they how they hyped that up? Yes, yeah. they wanted to pair him with Calvin Johnson. I remember that too. And then yes. the Bills uh, traded up for him instead of us taking him. I think they traded up uh, in front of us. I forgot exactly but, what number it was, but I remember uh, I remember watching Aaron Donald at the Senior Bowl in 2013, though, man. I mean, or 2014. Sorry, um, he was good, man. You killed everybody. That's how he got his name really out there. And, like, it was, again, that top 15 buzz at that point. Because, I mean, he was, like, projected to be, like, a late first or maybe even a second-round pick at that time. 
But then he, you know, he really got his buzz up that year because of that senior bowl. And, you know, he did it in front of all that talent. I just don't know how you watch the tape of Aaron Donald and you watch the tape of Eric Ebron and you say, okay, Ebron's a better player. Like, well, the Lions Lions in that boat were in a position where they were not rebuilding. So they were going for more of a positional need at the time. And at the time, they had Sue. Then Nick Fairley, they're like, okay, mm-hmm. we, we got some good defensive tackles. We don't really desperately need the one. We want a guy that's going to have an immediate product oh, or God. immediate production. And they probably, you know, they said, we already have guys right now. We don't need to get a Donald in who's going to only play like 30, 40% of the snaps or maybe even less mm-hmm. in his rookie season. And they're like, we need guys who are going to play for us right away at the time. I mean, now you look at it hindsight, it looks terrible because Eric mm-hmm. Ebron is on his third team <laughs> and Aaron Donald is the best defensive tackle and already solidified himself as a Hall of Famer. So that, that sucks. Hey, real, real quick question. One more, one more thing that came to my mind. Um, so I read that they're gonna go. They're gonna stick to three four. I thought Aaron Glenn was more of a four three type of dude. Um, what are y'all's thoughts on that? And I heard it's go. multiple. So it's gonna be like a multiple, like four three three four. It's gonna. It's gonna. Um, they want to be multiple up front. So we'll see. It's not gonna be like Patricia's multiple though, where they yeah, like, like a we million find that big guys. A lot of times, we yeah. That so like. <laughs> Patricia's multiple was basically get the biggest guys who could play in first and second down and put them up front, right? The Lions are not necessarily just gonna go all out to stop the run. Actually, if you look at LA, their number one priority was to stop the pass versus stop the run, and it worked mm-hmm. out for them. They were like a top ranked um, defense last year. Obviously, well, they had they're both really good. Yeah, they're really good they in both Jaylen aspects. Ramsey and Aaron Donald, and they had good safeties and. But still, I want their number one priority was stop the pass versus the run. Other teams prioritize the run over the pass. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens this year. Obviously, Detroit, I'm not expecting them to be like a great defense. I'm not expecting them to be as bad as they are, but I'm still expecting them to be like pretty bad. So like in the 20s range instead of like the 30s. I mean, it's going to be tough. It's not like they really addressed the position all that much in the free agency. And then how many I mean, guys look, are you going to have in that draft that where you're going to be like immediate impact game changers right away? Like how many of those guys can maybe one, two? Just look at our cornerbacks, man. I mean, you got a third-year guy and you got a second-year guy. I mean, you don't think quarterbacks are going to be looking at that like, man, <laughs> it's going it's to feel there with this, these, these two guys. I think Amani, man, like that third year is when you make that big jump. That's when like those guys, they, be, they could become a star. And then Okuda, I mean, I'm not giving up on that guy. That guy is super talented. I still think he could be a number one corner. You potentially could have, like, this year if they develop, two number one corners on the same team. That would be great, man. That's what the Lions are hoping, guys. They then you got corn Aaron. at the slot. Yeah, corn elder. <laughs> corn elder is actually a pretty solid slot He's corner. He's not bad. Just, he hasn't played, like – 16 games, guys. 16 games, durability. That's, that's, yeah. that's a plus. Yeah. And he's like, he could play inside, outside, but I think right now he's a starting nickel for Detroit next year. For at least right now, that could change. I think awesome. he goes into thanks. the season as a starter, at least. But yeah, thanks, Nate. Yeah, I appreciate it. All right, yo, Cam Burns. If you don't care about the lines, you could leave. No one asked you to come here, bro. <laughs> uh, thanks, Cam, man. I appreciate it. Cam yeah, SC, Cam SC is asked, who do y'all think is the best player on the lines next year? Uh, best player on the lines next year. Hmm. I'll go and say, hmm. I'll say T.J. Hawkinson. I'll say T.J. Hawkinson. I'll say Taylor Decker or Frank Ragnow. I mean, I don't necessarily know who's better. I like one the of those Romeo Clara one, don't you? From Romeo Clara, yeah. But I'd say uh, probably Frank Ragnow just because maybe he was like a first-team All-Pro and he's just a dog, best center in the league. 
I think I think golf will really like TJ Hawk a lot. Yeah, for sure, because he used Everett and Higby a lot in uh so, yeah. in, LA. in LA. I think he's gonna really like TJ Hawkinson because those guys or Hawkinson's a lot better than both those guys, like in my opinion. So I think he's gonna really like the like Hawkinson as a weapon. Is that a Bears fan talking right now? Uh it is. Hmm. Hey, hope you're enjoying uh, Andy Dolan down there, buddy. So I, I clicked his locker room and just to see like his favorite teams: Bears, Yankees, and the Utah Jazz. So one's mm. from the Midwest, one's from the East Coast, and one's from the West Coast. Like, how the hell does that even work? Hey, that's him, bro. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> like, how does that work? Yeah. <laughs> Midwest, East Coast, West Coast. Like, you're almost the only team you're missing is a Southern team. Like. I don't know. Maybe he's a Dallas Stars fan, too. Or Arizona Coyotes. He said, hope you're enjoying Jared Goff. Well, I mean, he's better than Dalton, <laughs> let's be honest. Ken goes, I thought my, my fandom was real. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, there's a Midwest, East Coast, and there's a West Coast team. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. What's, uh, let's, let's bring up Larry. Larry, uh, seems like Larry has has a good question. What's up, Larry? Yeah, my man. How's it going today? I'm pretty good, bro. How about you? I'm good. I'm chilling. Oh, I'm actually at work right now. But uh, I was just curious. So you're not chilling? Yeah, I mean, my job is empty. I work in a physical therapy office, and there's no patients, so I'm just walking around doing nothing. I got you. Okay. But um, what's the atmosphere surrounding the Detroit Lions organization and, like, the energy and the aura? Because... You guys got rid of Stafford. You lost some really good players in free agency. But at the same time, Matt Patricia's not there anymore. Yeah, uh, right now, it's kind of like a sense of relief and a lot of optimism. That's kind of like the mood in Allen Park right now. That's where they like practice at. Tyler, if you want to add more to that, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, we're all expecting a rebuild in 2021, so we're not really expecting much results as far as winning. It's more of just like looking at individual players and coaching staff. But, I mean, we all know, I mean, at least I think the majority knows this is going to be a process of, you know, leaning towards more good stuff in the future, hopefully, for the Lions. But right now in 2021, I think like Pierre said, it's optimism and just like wait and see. Let's see, you know, what this new regime could bring. Could they be different from the previous regimes? And could they really change the culture in Detroit that's obviously hasn't happened since the 1950s when I wasn't born, Larry – you don't sound like you were born around that time, and Pierre was definitely not born at that time. <laughs> so, no, uh, no, nah, nah, I mean, like, as far as, like, not not the fan base, because I, I, the, the Detroit fan base is one of the most loyal fan bases across all sports. That's facts. But, um, like, within the organization, because it seemed like nobody really got along with the coaching staff or the front office in the past. Right. I mean, it obviously, seemed like the players got along with each other, but they didn't really get along with everybody else. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we don't know how it's going to be until like OTAs and training camp. Obviously, it gets kicked off. But you know, from what you've seen briefly from like Twitter and like people just responding to like Dan Campbell's presser when he got introduced, introduced, or when Brad Holmes got introduced, you see the players respond to that. I mean, there's just <clears throat> stuff I can't really tell you what's actually going to happen inside. I can't tell you what they're actually believing because I'm not in that building or I'm not actually talking to these guys every day. So I can't answer that perspective, but I think everyone's optimistic, you know, as far as the players, I think they're ready to go and, you know, see how this era goes. And 
we'll see how you know. I think the ownership's thinking the same thing. Obviously, that's why they hired these guys. Their hope is that they're going to flip this franchise around and they're going to win games. I mean, that's that's the optimism. Yeah, well, Larry, the previous regime didn't really like let players show their personality, and this regime is allowing it. They want guys to show their personality. They want guys to like to be free, do what they want to do in the locker room. The previous regime was just like, look, don't talk to the media, don't be funny. Just that that's how they were, right? Now these guys, you see like a guy like Jamal Williams, they just added the previous regime would not have signed him. I don't they just would not have just because of his personality. They got rid of Darius Slay and Quandre Diggs because of their personalities, right? So now you're looking at that these players are buying in. You see right now Okuda going to the facility all like a lot and he's working out right now down there so it's exciting man the players are excited it's, it's not really like the page way my way or the highway it's kind of like we'll listen to our players you guys listen to us and we'll work together sort of thing that, that's good that's good because I've, I've felt bad for the players and the fans for a while now just with how dysfunctional the organization was and all the drama and it always seemed like the drama came from the coaching staff or the front office, never really the players, unless the players were speaking out about some bullshit they had to deal with. Sorry for the language. But, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but was it the Lions' new head coach that was talking about biting off kneecaps at the press conference? Yeah. Hell yeah, we're going we're to come out and bite some yeah. kneecaps. Okay, so you got a keeper. You got a keeper. If your coach is talking <laughs> like that, if your coach is talking like that, then he's he's enthusiastic and passionate about his job. Yeah, and he said he actually, like, really wanted this job. Like, he, like, played for the Lions when they were 0-16, so he knows what we've been through. It's exciting, man. Dan Campbell is fun. Obviously, though, we got to get to the field, see the results, right? We want to see results. You could talk, but you got to walk the walk, too. Wow. I mean, Peter, make a song with that quote. <laughs> you, could, you, could, you could talk, but you got to walk the walk. What would you even say? Yeah, I mean, you know, bro, you, like <laughs> – Talk is cheap. You got to prove it at some point. Like talk is just talk. You got to show me some results. Oh yeah, for sure. Malcolm, Malcolm, you want to add anything? Or you just wanted to come up. <laughs> yo, yo, what's, nice. yo, yo, what's going on? They just want to sit here. What's up? What's up, everybody? What's going on, man? What's up? You're off, you're off work too. Are you chilling now? No, I'm actually still working. Oh shit, wait, I'm echoing. Oh, oh, so shit. you're not chilling either. All right, uh, Malcolm. So, anyone else want to come up? Well, I mean, what's up? Wait, 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 wait. Oh. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. no, 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 check it out. See, I'm on my last seven minutes. So, this is called this is called the milk and the clock stage. So, I'm working, but I'm here right now. What's going on, everybody? What's up, Lion fans? What's up, everybody? Um, damn, I missed the whole show. So, what, 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 what y'all, what y'all talk about, man? Um, number seven situation at number seven. Talked about the Lions' culture right now. Just draft talk. Ooh, I love it, man! Can't wait, to, can't wait to tune in, man. I mean, well, I mean, what's up, everyone? Joining us at work, we had Larry from work, we had Malcolm from work. It's midday, man. Damn, man, we're in America. We gotta work. <laughs> five to we nine. Gotta, we gotta pay bills. Uh, you're nine to five. <laughs> yeah, well, nine to six. Nine to six. <laughs> nine to six. Yeah. But um, just j- jumping in because I heard a little bit of the last question. He was like, "Yo, how's the, how's the mood in Detroit?" Yo, it's lovely yeah. right now. It's lovely right now because we know we're in the rebuilding stage. It's lovely right now, so we're good. Especially Matt Patricia's gone. You know, Bob Quinn, like the clowns are gone. You know, we're all good right now. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, does anyone else want to come up? All right, Nathan wants to come back up. What's good, Nate? What's- Nate, Nate hey, the man, Great. You know, I love talking Lions. I'll, I'll talk all the time about the Lions, man. Let's go. Um, so, we signed Corn to our BR nickel, more likely. Uh, how many more positions on the defense do you think we need um, are available for starting? 
Eleven. Or do we have we failed them all? The linebacking core. To see the linebacking core. Mm, I think you could look at another defensive tackle too, because Nick Williams obviously he just took a pay cut, so it doesn't necessarily yeah, mean yeah, they're that high on him. Between Nick Williams and Hand. Yeah, so I don't think there's necessarily a guy that Hand's gonna be the starter behind with Brockers. I mean, uh, I mean, we'll see. He can be a rotational piece. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's going to get – I mean, regardless, we're going to need another defensive tackle, I think. Yeah, yeah for sure. He'll have to, he'll, he'll take, take a step in the right direction because we haven't seen shit from hand in the past two years. And then I think That's safety true. is another spot too. Yeah, safety. Do you think we have a safety on the roster that might – No, no, I think, like, I think that's something that they could address either via free or, or via the draft. So are we all out of Will Harris? Like he's done. Will Harris is gone. I mean, I think he can be replaced easily. I think he can be replaced easily. He could definitely be replaced easily. But like, are we giving up on like this is what this is going to be Will Harris' third year? Yeah, I don't think he's a starter. Can can we can we at least see Will Harris one more year? You want to see him as a full? I mean, he's going to get. I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him as. I don't want to see him as a starter. I want. I want to give him a chance. Why not? Fine, keep him on the team. That's a, no one's saying anything about that. <laughs> third year guy. I mean, there's no rush to get rid of him. I mean, like, same, like, I guess, I mean, never mind. I was going to say Tavai, too. I mean, like, the same thought process. No, 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 no. You know, Tavai has some blocks as, as, as cleats. Deontay Anzalone starting with uh, Collins. Nice, dude. He's like a nose tackle, bro. I, I don't even know what they're going to do with uh, Penasini. Pen- Pen- yeah. You said Penasini, right? No, he said Anzalone. Oh, Anzalone. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the long-haired guy. Oh, shit, yeah, no. We, talk, we talked about it last time. Uh, say it with me. Uh, death piece. Death death piece. I can see him yeah, starting. Yeah, but who's going to start with uh, opposite of Collins? I can see him starting right now. They I don't, don't know. I hope he drafts somebody. Yeah, I think right now, though, it's Anzalone. Probably right now it is. Yeah. Or was your boy Tavai? I don't think Tavai is going to make the roster the way that Campbell hey, was talking about. Parsons, then Parsons will be the next one. Hey, hey fellas, can I just say one thing? Yeah, go ahead, Ken. Okay, I was just going to say real quick because I'm thinking of, you know, you guys, the Lions fans, I'm a Dolphins fan. I I honestly, I just hope uh, so much success comes to your team in the next in the, in the next coming years because, like, it's tough this? being a fan of a team that has stunk. For the past twenty five oh, years, stunk for years, bro. Like, oh, yeah, like, trust me, I had Joey Harrington too. All right, I know what oh, Joey Lord. Harrington was doing. So, <laughs> what I said, like, I'm gonna get a little passionate about it because, like, yo, man, it's st- like, and I want to see some more diversity. Your division, it's just, it's just either oh, the Packers okay. or the Bears. Oh, like, yo, okay. let's get some diversity up here. So, so wait, 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 wait. So, so this is what you're gonna do right now. You're gonna, you're gonna make fun of us. No, 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 no. I'm going to make it fun. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the Lions. Hey, we're Lions fans. Man. We I want to see the Lions on. in the playoffs, man. Like, I, it was He's fun like, watching them play. You guys have for years. Like, There's only been one team that's winning your division. Can I do something, <laughs> goddammit? Come on, I finally do something. <laughs> no, well, I, I, honestly, I think you guys are trying to go in the right direction, though. It seems like you're trying to turn the tide around. But, yeah, man, I just hope the best for you guys because I'm sick of seeing the Packers in the playoffs, man. Hey, I'm tired of that. Yeah, how do you think how the hell we feel? Oh, no, I, I know, yeah, man. You see every year. Bro, I'm a, I, I watch the uh, – You guys think this the wrong way. You think I'm not tired of seeing the Patriots in the, in the playoffs every year? It's well, hey, Ken, I know what you're saying, bro. I know what you're saying. We get you. I mean, you're not seeing the Patriots no more, so you're, you're, you're lucky right now. You, I, well, no, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. You're blessed right now. 
Yeah, but I mean, my team's finally turning it around. But I, I wish, for, I wish for the same for you guys. It's hey, just... you want to do us a favor? Trade us Xavier Howard. We'll <laughs> nah, I don't think we could do that, man. I don't. Yeah. Can... <laughs> hey, take Byron I Jones think, um... if you want his contract. Take I'm straight Byron. on that, bro. I'm Byron. straight on Byron. No, I don't want Byron. Take that contract, no. No, I don't want that contract. I'm straight. <laughs> but I will say, Ken, I mean, you don't even understand. Like, I, I do more than football, so I obviously watch baseball. I watch basketball. I watch hockey. All four of my teams stink right now, and oh, they've yeah. stunk <laughs> yeah. for the last five years. So it's yeah, like, it's you know, maybe you get away with one sport. Like, oh, it's summertime. I got Tigers baseball. No, we're the worst team in baseball. Oh, you know, hockey season's but, coming up. Let's watch the Red Wings. No, we're fighting for the number one pick. We get screwed around the lottery. Got fourth pick. But uh, the Red Wings were good for a long time. Don't forget. How's your Pistons doing? How's your Pistons doing? My Pistons are, are yeah, right. the worst team in the NBA right now. Worst team <laughs> oh, in the Eastern shit. Conference. God damn it. I've never seen my but, team win the championship, though. And I don't count the Bruins because I started watching them after they after they won the cup. I don't. I that, that's how I, I, I'm the same way with the Red Wings. I don't consider my, I don't consider seeing a Stanley Cup because I started watching after 2008. Right, I've but at least you Stanley saw the Pistons Cup win the championship. That, the Pistons, you know, that must yeah. have been nice. I, I was three years old, Ken. Oh, okay. So, the, <laughs> but we can all, but we can all agree. You, we but you went to the parade, though, right? Over I don't know. You don't maybe know. Know. Ask your mom. Ask your mom. Say, mom, did you take me <laughs> to the parade maybe in the stroller? Maybe in a stroller. <laughs> in the stroller, did you go to the parade? I'm pretty sure they went. I'm pretty sure they went. I know your dad went. Tyler, I know your dad went. Yeah, my dad. I don't know. Yeah. I was there. I remember the parade. I was there. That parade was lit. And how old were, how old were you, uh, Pierre? I was like seven or eight. I forgot. <laughs> like I, I remember. I remember though this because uh, my parents are from Iraq, obviously. So when the Iraqi won it was the under eighteen World Cup. I remember we went to Dearborn and we celebrated there. So I remember that parade. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't. It, it wasn't. For you celebrated something. It was Iraqi soccer. <laughs> so at, least, at least you celebrated something. We did, yeah. I think oh, we won the Asian yeah, Cup. When they, the, when they won the Asian Cup, I remember yeah, they won the that, Asian bro. Cup. Yes, yes. I went to I went Sterling to Heights, Tyler. Yeah, I was in Dearborn. So, <laughs> so I, I do remember this. that. Y'all, I'll say this. If the Lions win the Super Bowl, I will be MIA for two weeks, and <laughs> I will talk mess to every person who's talked mad crap about the Lions. I will have, like, a list. Of all the people I hate that talk bad about the Lions, and I was bad for like Nate. You know, two weeks. Damn, that's <laughs> pretty violent. Well, hey, yo, uh, well, guys, I just want to let y'all know. Uh, thanks for having me on. I'm about to go get a haircut. It's Friday. Um, Take you know, care, man. Peace and soul. Face right, Cade. Face yes, Cade. Too. Yo, yo, yo. All right, Malcolm. Hey, hey, Malcolm. let me know. Let me know. I'm out. All right, <laughs> all right Malcolm. For all my Pistons fans, fade for Cade, baby. Fade for Cade. <laughs> Pay for kid like that. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, yeah it's or, tough. It's tough or, watching or, teams like that. Or, or we got Motom Mobley. Yeah, <laughs> I like um, that one better. Which I am. Yeah, Motom Mobley is a nice nickname. Well, let me ask you guys a question. I know it's hard to predict like wins and things like that, but how do, how do you feel about next year? For the I Lions? think we'll have a Lions. top three pick. I think we'll have a top three pick. I don't five know, wins. Right, that's gonna be Tops. whatever top top five pick. At, how many games probably. did you win last year? Five. Oh. One five. Five? Yeah. Okay. I think you go wins. I think you go five games. Oh. They got a tough schedule too. They're playing the Ravens division and uh, who's the other division, Tyler? The uh, West. We right? play. We play the AFC North and the NFC West. Yeah, that, that's oh, a wow. tough, uh, tough schedule. Oh, wow. So, uh, but we still got the Bears the, twice. What's the extra game? Denver. The Broncos. Denver. Okay, that's winnable. And that, that could be a sneaky yeah. team too. Yeah, Denver. Their defense. I mean. Fangio, if he has Chubb and Von Miller back healthy, 
that team on defense is dangerous. Even on offense, man, if they can get a quarterback this draft, that's a scary yeah. team, dude. I mean, that Drew offense Lock. is nice. Drewlock yeah. sucks, but I mean, that offense is nice. Call me crazy, but I feel like this Lions team is going to compete a lot of games. I feel like Campbell just will not let this team fail. I mean, he understands that we're going to lose games, but they're going to compete. I just don't see us getting our butts blown out like we. No, I don't either. One, I, I think the I think the closest like thing I could see if you guys watch basketball, I think they'll be like the Pistons almost to a certain degree, like. Like gonna be a gritty team playing every night, but it's just not gonna result in many wins just because of talent sure. at the end of the day. I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing. He's definitely gonna light a fire under them because I know what he did in Miami when he took over. Um, I think it was for Philbin when Philbin got fired. Twenty fifteen, yeah. yeah, yeah. He took over, and I, honestly, I loved him. Like I was even considering him. I was like, maybe he should stay, like as our coach, but it didn't work out that way. But he was like his pre- his like post game um, uh, locker room speeches were fantastic. He's such a like you, he's a guy you want to run through a brick wall. So I think you got a good, yeah. you got a good coach in him. Yeah, we're gonna bite some okay. meat off this year. So, heck yeah, we are. Well, we got some, uh, not breaking news, but Penny Sewell is uh, having his, or his pro day right now. Yeah, he already had it. Like his measurements and everything came out. I'm watching him run Josh, his forty time right now. Yeah, Josh, Josh you want to hop day. on? Look, let's good. get Josh on. Josh uh, also covers the Buccaneers and he covers the draft. And he also is a Patriots fan. He's been spoiled. He's he has a his Bucks have one. His Patriots have one. Celtics, Patriots, Bucks, Red Sox, Bruins. He's seen nothing. Josh, really? Wow. Yeah, Josh is spoiled. Boston fans are spoiled, bro. And he covers the Buccaneers. So, like, 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 look at my. You click on my screen. Lions, Tigers. Red Wings have a really good pass, <laughs> but Pistons, hey, nobody Michigan. Question your loyalty. Nobody question your loyalty. Yeah, I mean, if, hey, but shout don't out want to Michigan basketball. Oh, I was gonna say, I, I, I was just, I did not want to talk about that for what happened on Tuesday. No, that was tough. That was tough. They missed some easy shots on Tuesday, but they had a good year. Yeah, it was a good year. Oh wow, Jawan Howard, the next NBA coach. Okay. Uh, I mean, he, I he, he, had NBA, he had NBA offers, I, uh, I guess, supposedly, just wanted to stay in Michigan. I hope he stays here for the long term, man. I think he could build, like, a like something special here. I hope, man. He looks, I mean, he had a really good – it was, like, his first full year. I mean, obviously, last year was COVID year, so I don't really count yeah. it. But his first full year, got a number one seed, made it to the Elite Eight, should have been in the Final Four. Number yeah. one recruiting class coming in next year. So, yeah. It's exciting. Who's winning it all? Who's winning it all, guys? I think Gonzaga. I yeah, do too. But um, machine, dude. I got some. I got some football news for the Lions. Actually, um, notable people at the Oregon Pro Day: Lions offensive coordinator Anthony Lynn. Detroit mm-hmm. is another team where Sewell would uh, would be a possibility, according to Albert Breer. Oh, okay. So that just so came Anthony in right Lynn, now. So Anthony Lynn was at Oregon. the Oregon Pro Day today. Okay. Anthony Lynn also is like he was there last year too. You know he knows about that program because they took Herbert last year. Yep. So he and, probably has some connections down there. And obviously Anthony and, Lynn, former running backs coach, so yeah. very big into the offensive line. They also have See, Javon Holland, safety out of Oregon. That's another guy they could be watching. Some probably some other guys too. Well, yeah, not Anthony Lynn for say, but yeah, I have for not Anthony Lynn. I'm yeah. sure there's some other guys there. I think they're allowed to have three teams are allowed to travel to pro days. Yeah, so, Lynn was the most notable one at the, at the yeah. for the Lions representing, and then Dan Quinn was there too for the Cowboys. Yeah, how do y'all feel about Crosby at right tackle if we don't 
It's, it's not that Oregon really guy too. <laughs> Crosby, yeah, right. I like Crosby, but he's a free agent after this year, so they have to make a decision: do they want to sign him or do they have to find a replacement? You could find a How replacement is- this year, mm-hmm. like Tyler. No, Tyler, you want to list off the tackles like in the forty-one range? We already talked about the top two guys, Sewell and Slater, but you want to list some guys off on day two and day three? Yeah, there's a lot of guys. Honestly, you could like really look at that spot. Think Trey Smith from Tennessee, um, Eichenberg from Notre Dame. Trying to think of some other guys that it could make sense. I, I, I'm just thinking of interior linemen right now. Um, no, that's not an interior lineman. Ron Dunes, I keep thinking right? of interior linemen. Ron Dunes, um, oh, Ruddins from Ruddins, North, Dakota. Bad, yeah. Yeah, Ruddins, North Dakota. Yeah, Ruddins, Mayfield. Yeah, Jalen Mayfield's um, from Michigan. Who's the Alabama guy, the Alabama tackle? Deontay Brown. No, he's a guard. Oh, um, I'm thinking of Dickinson. That's the other guard. That's a center. Dickerson yeah. is a center. I forgot his, his name. Um, the, the Alabama tackle. Uh, Who the hell's his name? I, I'm I, I'm thinking of their whole offensive line, but him, Dickinson, and Brown. I I, I don't know. <laughs> Leatherwood, got, Alex Leatherwood. Alex Leatherwood, that's his name. Oh, I was gonna say. Yeah. I, I watched. I was at the Senior Bowl. I saw this guy. I didn't see uh, Dickinson. I saw, um, I saw Brown, and that's what it was Alex Leatherwood. Yeah. And if they potentially like trade back into the teens, Elijah Vera Tucker is another guy to watch. I for. like Vera Tucker. Vera Tucker's a good man. I do too. He's my third offensive lineman. Um, it has to be. It has to be defense in the second round. Darius is good too. I wouldn't for say sure. it has to be defense. Uh, you don't want to reach for a guy, right? If you have like I said this earlier on the call, but if you have a guy who's ranked first round on your board, and you have a guy who has a second round grade, you take the guy with the first round grade. I don't think you should reach for a player. I think you should take best player available. Yeah, Christian Durso is another one I like a lot too. I mean, it's probably another first round pick too, though. Yeah, he's probably going the first. Uh, so it's probably something you have to trade back for as well. It was in a trade back option. I do like uh, Zach Wilson's guy, Brady Christensen. He's more like a day yeah, a good two, pro day, day three guy. Yeah, he he's climbing up reportedly, so we'll see. I had him in the fourth round really, but I can see him sneak into the third or second round. Just got a question from Cam. I think this is a good question too. Who who on the lines you think will make the biggest jump in their game from last year? I got one that I want you guys to all keep an eye out for. That's Julian Aquara and Jeff Okuda. Those two guys. I got, that would keep. be great. That would be I great. got one guy. Um, he had a down year last year, but before last year, he was on his way up. I feel like this year, Tracy Walker. Yep, Tracy Walker. No. You nailed it. <laughs> this year, um, he could he could take his game to the next level, and even Emmanuel Warrior, like he was good. I feel like year three, he could also take his game to that elite level potentially. Yeah, I would say I th- hand. I think he looks. He's man. been hurt a lot, right bro. Coaching, I think with the right coaching, I think I think he can come out and play well this year. I really do. I don't. But yeah, you're think, right. I don't think the issue is his talent. I think it's his like his availability. I think he has mm-hmm. talent. He just hasn't been able to play 16 games. Austin Bryant. That's another really questionable one, man. I don't really see a lot of potential with him. I think he's more like a rotational guy or a run stuffer type of guy right now in his career. Yeah, Austin what about Bryant? Hunter Bryant? Yeah, Hunter he's, Bryant? He's interesting. He could be a tight end too, potentially. I think that's his upside. Yeah. I think he's a tight end three right now on the roster because they have Josh Hill. Yeah, they I like mean, him, right obviously. now. Yeah, but I think I, th- I think hypothetically that could be his role in the NFL as being like a, a you know compliment to a tight end. Hill's going to be an H-back yeah. for us. I really do feel like he's going to be the fullback. They're not going to pull carry fullback. I think he's going to be the the fullback type of dude. That's possible. They did move him around in New Orleans. He played like in line and the H back, so that is possible. 
So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting position. I like I liked Hunter Bryant, though, in Washington. I thought he was an interesting prospect. I was really stoked that they got him undrafted. And yeah. we just signed him. That was pretty cool. So right, we are running out of time, Tyler. So if anyone else wants to come on or we're going to end this. So does anyone else want to come on? <laughs> Breakout season for Don Mulbach. I like that one. <laughs> are y'all worried at all about the special teams? Because I am. No Agnew. You get rid of your punt returner Agnew. You get rid of one of your best kickers in Freighter. You kept, you kept the punter. The punter was good. Are you worried at all about the special teams? Not really. Yeah, I mean, I think kicking is going to be like the the interesting competition. Obviously, this offseason, you got Bullock, Matt Wright. That's going to be interesting to, you know, see. But, Bullock's um, accurate. As, He'll win it. As far he doesn't as, have, the thing is with Bullock is he doesn't have a strong lag. He'll make those 30, 40-yard right, kicks, but he's not like Crater from like 50-plus. He's like, I think, 50 yeah. percentage when he kicks from He doesn't have a strong lag. But, like, as far as, like, you know, being a special teams unit, like – you know, coverage-wise, like, on kickoffs and punt returns, I think they'll be pretty good. And I like Khalif Raymond, too. I think Khalif Raymond offers a nice speed attribute in the punt return and kick returning game as well. So, I think he's right. a nice replacement for Agnew. So, I like Khalif Raymond. And then, um, Reeves Maven actually come back, one of the best special teamers. They did lose Killebrew, which hurts. But they did, um, they got Sean Dion Hamilton. A lot, a lot of people are talking about him, but he's another good special teams player. And who else? Uh, I think that's about it. I don't know if they had anyone else on special teams. What about Jalen Elliott? How do y'all feel about him? Yeah, he's not, like, that's not like a guy, guy. could be Killebrew's replacement potentially. He kind of like, I don't know what, what he'll be like this year. Oh, we also forgot about CJ Moore, right? CJ Moore is another guy on, who's really good on special teams. And then Jalen Elliott kind of reminds me of Chuck Washington. You guys remember Chuck Washington a couple years yes, ago? Sir. Charles Washington. Charles Washington. Yeah, so Charles he could kind of have that role. Charles, yeah. They, this new game was Chuck. They call him Chuck. Yeah, Charles Chuck. Oh, okay. So he could be that type of player. Um, Jalen Elliott, honestly, maybe could see some snaps on defense over Will Harris potentially. I know they liked him. The previous staff liked him a lot as a development guy. Another guy also like to watch out for is Bobby Price. Super athletic. Mm, yeah. um, ceiling is through the roof, but his floor right now is really low. So. Hmm. Definitely a thumper at the safety position for sure. Yeah. A guy I like in like the third, fourth round-ish is Talanawa Hafanga. I don't know how to say his name. Safety out of USC. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that makes sense of that thumper role. All right. Well, then that's a wrap, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll send it. All right, guys. Thank you guys for all joining yeah, thanks, us. thanks, guys. Take that care. was fun, man. A lot of fun. You know, we talked some football, obviously. Talked some NFL draft. Got some Miami Dolphins. We harassed a Bears fan. I love it. I um, love it. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talked some pissing basketball. It was nice. We got a little bit of everything. So, thank you guys for all joining in. A lot of fun. We'll be back next Friday with the, with you guys doing these locker rooms. So, that being said, yeah, we're out, guys. Off. Peace. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, guys. Hope you all have a great holiday. And I'm out. Peace. Take care, y'all. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.